Welcome to the sisterhood of Mommy Imperfect, the podcast where I explore the wonderful world of womanhood and celebrate those women who are changing the game for all of us. It's been a while, but I'm back. I am back for a special four-part series which takes a positive and realistic look at aging Um, and it's because I'm turning 45 basically in less than a month yes chapter 45 is incoming and I wanted to talk to other women who are aged 40 plus and talk about how they see themselves how the world sees them um, now that they're older in the older women category how they are learning life lessons, how what life lessons they have learned along the way, their self-care and things that they're still figuring out about themselves at this big age. Now, let me introduce you to my guest for this episode, Haji Hair, aka the Grey Indian, uh, a big uh, positive aging advocate, uh, a mum and makeup artist as well. Welcome to the Sisterhood of Mommy and Perfect, Haji. Hi, Rina. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Um, Haji, it's lovely to have you and um, obviously always nice to speak to you but I thought it was really important to have you on this one because I am talking about positive aging and realistic aging and you know we've had conversations about this kind of thing in the past. You have a um, Instagram page which is the grey Indian and you are kind of a uh, always championing grey hair, talking about your grey hair journey. The other day um, I saw this post you put up where you're showing close-ups of your filter-free skin which um you know as you put it's showing signs of aging it's a very honest thing to put up and let the world see in a day where everybody is using at least about three different filters on every post Mm -hmm. makeup you know everything um just let me know how do you feel about getting older I I think I have my days I think I could speak for a lot of women when they say that I think some days we can have that spring in our step and we feel like okay you know what nothing's touching me, I'm doing great or whatever. And then there can be the times where, let's say when we're about to come on our period, it's that time of the month and suddenly there's aches and joint pains, suddenly everything's so much more sensitive compared to what it was like in my thirties, basically. And, um, you know, the, the, it's, it's, I think it's, how can I put it? It's um, it's it's an up and down. I wouldn't say I'm always positive about aging. I you know that I do have my own insecurities and I do think, oh my gosh, but it's more more so physically. I think where we just I just feel like okay, I can notice so many changes in my body about aging, but also an awareness of how I can try and combat that and make it right. Because if forties are feeling like this, and I'm in my late forties what are the 50s going to look like and the 60s you know I think when we're younger we don't look that far ahead because when you're young you think you're young forever it's the truth right your 20s your early 30s in Punjabi like we'd say you're Giovanni right you don't think you're going to be older but I think when you get into your 40s I think that realization does sink in then hang on I very well have the next couple of decades and how do I want to make it better for myself and it's like when you are 21, you think that 45 is like, oh my God, why would I even think about that? That is so ancient, so in the future. Like you think yeah. that's like proper old, right? And then, I don't know. Like, and then would you say that inside you're still the same as you were in your 20s? Um, no, no. I've changed a lot since my 20s. Yeah, I, I was... 
I, I would say my 20s was a very lost era for me. I um and I and I don't and I didn't know it at the time. But obviously, as you grow older, you grow wiser, you look back. You know, when you are in your 20s, at that time you think, oh God, I'm an adult now. I'm in my 20s. I'm so I'm older now. You know, I know what I'm doing. You know, you're like a I can navigate everything in my life. But when you look back, when I look back, I can see actually, you know, and I don't think it might not be the case for everybody. I think I um I think I lacked emotional maturity when I was in my 20s. So for, for me, I can only speak from my own personal experience, but um, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm the same, no. Mm -hmm. mm. Um, do you like yourself more now? Definitely. Definitely. I think I'm a more likable person now. Really? <laughs> like, as in not just yourself, but others. You're a more likable person for others as well. Yeah 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 definitely definitely um I, I you know even when I when I was in my oh god I was I was I wasn't the best person in my 20s I don't even when I reflect back um there were so many things that could have been done differently but I think it's a lot to do with how you grow up what your family situation's like you know what kind of traumas you might have encountered or been through. I think it had plays a big impact into what you grow up as an adult. Um, but I just feel really fortunate the fact that um, I'm able to reflect back. I, I was able to wake up and kind of see patterns and what was happening and kind of change the trajectory of my life, so to speak, and where I'm heading. Mm. Okay, so when you were and I'm going to ask everybody this who is going to be in this series, right? When you were 21 and you envisaged, oh, I'm going to be like this in my in my late 40s in terms yeah. of physically, in terms of mentally, body-wise, in terms of your, you know, lifestyle. Is this what you imagined or is it completely different? Completely, completely different. I, I don't even know if I actually looked that far ahead, to be honest. I think I was very short-visioned. Um... I didn't, I I just knew the 40s were older. And I think that's a cultural thing. I think it's because of how we saw our mum's age and what they, and, you know, our grandparents and how their attire, their whole, everything just changed, you know, like um, they kind of just, in, kind of just went into the kind of, I'm old, that's it. They accepted it. Whereas we, we're not like that. But when I was in my 20s, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say I looked into my 30s, to be honest. I was, I'm telling you, I was very short-visioned. I honestly, in my 20s, I thought I was just going to be a housewife, have kids, um, not have to work. I wasn't Miss Pro-Independence or anything like that. Um, yeah, I just didn't, I didn't even look that far ahead. Did you? Uh, no, I don't think I did, actually. I thought about no. work and stuff, and then I kind of like had this... Uh, false illusion that I was going to finish uni and then go into my dream job and be paid like tons of money like literally the day after didn't yeah. you know it was just very kind of unaware of things um <laughs> uh so no I didn't and 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 even just kind of like you just think it's so far ahead and I remember like um when I was uh I was just staying over at a friend's one night and you know I was kind of like taking my makeup off with this uh solution that I'd made of like rose water and glycerin and some I don't even know like where I think where did I have the time to do it but I had the time to do those things and and I was putting this dabbing this eye cream on and my friend said to me she went she went oh 
are you 30 or something you're acting like you're 30 or something and the hilarious thing is that 30 is not even that old and now being like 44 I barely have the time to even think about things that I you know do you know what I mean like I obviously need the products and things but I don't have that time where I'm like oh I'm going to make my own eye cream and stuff because I've got three children and you know a job and stuff so it was just really funny that they you know are you 30 or something like 30 is so old it's crazy but I can see the payoff on your skin from doing that making your own concoctions your skin has thanked you for what you did in your earlier years okay let's talk about the skin changes now and let's be real for a minute because like obviously nobody nobody's going to look the same forever your skin is not going to be the same, same forever I'm noticing things now what what have you noticed about yourself and what have you been okay with and struggling to accept as well about changes in physically? Yeah, so um, when it comes to skin, definitely um, my, I've got sunspots. I'm wearing foundation today, but I have sunspots on my on my skin. And um, <clears throat> and it's simply because I never wore sun, I never wore sunblock. I didn't. It, was, it wasn't even a thing. It wasn't really a thing then, was it? Yeah, and, you, and, and it was yeah. a thing like, oh, it's actually for white people because we're brown, so we'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. And I see it now. So now I see the spots that have come up on, on my skin. Um, and I'm like, okay, you better stop putting it on now because it's been proven on my skin that that, that is what happens. Um, the elasticity of the skin, the lines, like even like, look today, I've got concealer on underneath. And I look at this, like... You know, it's very apparent. And I've always had these kind of like lines here, like even in my 20s. But as I'm getting older, they're getting more prominent. I'm noticing like, you know, my skin from here, here, it's just, it's all changing. Basically, it's heading south is what it's doing, which I didn't have a problem with in in my 30s. But now I'm very apparent of my face heading south. And it's like, how do I? The face how do I keep like, you up? <laughs> yes. Did you like it's dripping? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I am really into look. I am really into my facials. I have been when we grew up as well. My mum was always into like like skincare. So when we were growing up in like our teens, even like every two to three weeks, like I have two sisters, so we'd have a ritual where every two to three weeks we would do. Uh, warm up boil water in a pan do a steam do a cleanse do a mask that my mom would make out of oatmeal turmeric mix that all up and we would have that kind of a ritual so i honestly think that when it comes to my skin uh the texture because i always get complimented even like if i go get a facial done or i go anywhere without makeup they'll say your skin's really good and it's and it's true actually i think my Obviously, I have the marks on the surface of my skin, but I think the actual texture of what my skin's like, given that I'm now in my late 40s, it's the payoff from what I was doing before, and obviously diet as well. I've had to change my diet big time now. Mm. And is that because of, like, what is it, health or intolerances or just being more aware? A combination, a combination. So I've had an intolerance to, like, cow's milk for the longest time. Like, since university days is when I noticed it, but, you know, I just still kept having milk, love my chocolates. Um, and I carried on, carried on. Um, and then after my firstborn, I went through a, a really bad foggy stage where in the day when I would nap with him, I struggled to get up. Like the tiredness is not like how I know tiredness mm. now. Like I really struggled. And then my sister, 
she insisted she goes hard just go get a, a test done a sensitivity test or whatever and you know the day before i went like i think i had two days before i had pizza day before i had mcdonald's because i thought they're going to tell me i can't eat anything at all so this is bearing in mind that i'm around about 36 years old now 37 right and so when i got there she told me that i just can't have cow's milk she said cow's milk and i was like but you know it came to a point where i was reacting to tomatoes everything like that and i i remember being emotional in the shop once like saying to my mom calling her just saying i'm so fed up with this i feel like i can't eat anything like you know like it's just such a struggle really really upset by it so when she said cow's milk and i said to her but i've been reacting to this and that and she said it's a cow's milk so basically i didn't know this but dairy if you have dairy especially cow's milk it basically sticks in your gut lining if you stop drinking it or, or consuming it, it's still in your gut for another six months, basically. Like, that's how sticky it is when it goes in. Mm -hmm. So I, I scrapped that, and I noticed a big difference. Um, and then, you know, I think around about three, four, four years later, I basically started to be a little bit naughty and introduce it again. And then I had my second child by the time, just before I turned 41. And that was what I feel like, I mean, he is my blessing, but that is what I feel like just threw my system out of whack. I feel like my hormones were everywhere. Um, the Everything was more severe. The intolerance was more severe. Um, and, I, and I honestly believe that perimenopause kicked in at that time as well. Um, and, and I remember having him at that age, and when I hit 43, was where I first started noticing, like visibly noticing age in my face. I remember looking in the mirror one morning and just thinking, wow, like this has changed. My, my under eyes have changed. Like when I'm putting on eyeshadow, my skin's moving with the eyeshadow. <laughs> it's not just saying that. My skin's going this way and that way. And I was like, wow, my skin's getting looser. It's changing. And it was, <laughs> it was 43 when I noticed that, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm noticing similar things right and I think I got away with looking uh, like I was 25 for a good decade I looked 25 for ages and to the point where like when somebody actually guessed my real age once because it always used to guess like 10 years younger I actually felt like actually like knocking them out I was like oh my god how dare you guess my real age like everybody always thinks I'm 10 years younger what um and then like you know and then over the last few years like you're saying with the makeup you know when I do my winged eyeliner which I do a lot yeah. It, you know it sometimes smears onto the this yes, because onto the, my eyelid yes. it yeah. transfers onto my eyelid because they they're going down um yes. and I'm like what is happening here you know and it's like you gotta I've got to put my makeup on a different way or let it dry or something you can't yeah. um you know it's yeah and the even even like to the point where you know when you think you're looking really good and then your kids not in a mean way but my kids will say something like um that I'll be talking about something. Oh, you know, what did you do? Oh, yeah, I did this, and I sat next to this lady, and I'm like, oh, w was she like a young lady or older? And then, middle, middle, like mommy, it's like middle aged. What? What the hell? <laughs> and then all the all like, um, oh, you know, yeah, she looks a bit like you. Um, and she she has a few wrinkles, and I'm like, wrinkles? They're like, yeah, you know how you have lines here, and I was just like, <laughs> oh god. Kids are so brutally honest, you know. They're, they're so brutally honest. I know, oh and it was like, wow. Oh, okay. Uh, but it, but it is true, you know, because I I think our expressions that that we have, like if we laugh a lot, you know, we're gonna have 
those laugh lines if we frown a lot it will be like here you know a lot of people they they become like embedded in your face and you know I raise my eyebrows a lot so I'm the lines are coming and it's like I do have a few lines that are there if you look closely they are there and and they never used to be and this is very recent thing where I'm like wow um what is happening and I mean I I haven't had like Botox or anything like that um or fillers or whatever um I'm not totally against it though I think when I was younger I was like oh my god we should just all be natural like what is this nonsense cosmetic surgery this that and whatever I came I was in my 30s and I was like nobody's gonna give me a medal at the age of like 80 when I die I'm not gonna be given a gold medal like well done you wrinkly woman you were just so wrinkled I'm proud of it for your whole life you didn't turn to any kind of Botox or cosmetic surgery good for you who as in who cares you know what are your thoughts on it yeah, you're like, you know, natural is so overrated. Have you had a go with stuff like that? Are you open to it? Yeah, so basically, I, I I, mean, obviously you can see the wrinkles now, but every now and again, when I feel like they, they get too deep, I, I, I will. I will have a bit of Botox there. And it's not because I look at my forehead and think, oh, my God, like, look how, you know, it, it's looking right now. The whole reason I did it is because I had my children very late in age. I have two boys. And, you know, boys are just constantly, I'm constantly like this. Like, my face is on a freeze like this. Like, ooh, and like raised honest, eyebrows. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. And uh, to be honest, the reason I actually got it done, and, I, you know, whether people, you know, believe it or not, it wasn't to hide my lines. It was to Stop me. I needed to be frozen from going like this again and again because I just thought to myself, oh my God, what impact is this having on my on my face, on my head? I'm constantly like this. I need something to freeze it. Like, and um I go through bouts of when I don't, and then I'll get to a moment where I'll be like, okay, look, I'm just doing it way too much. It's obvious that I'm doing it way too much. So I need to basically do something with that now. I have definitely I've explored with stuff, like, and I'm talking about even in my like earlier 40s you know I try I wanted to see what lip filler was like I tried that I didn't like it it didn't work for me um I tried I used to get semi-permanent done before I even had kids semi-permanent makeup Mm -hmm. and I yeah yeah and my god it's painful but you know I think I still have I still have that kind of line going on that coloring in my lips from like over like about 11 12 years ago now yeah so it's lasted a really long time so you know I, on 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 Instagram, there's a sister that I follow called Silver Liberation, and she's she's amazing. And she said something that was really powerful because I thought, you know, when you're on a platform like that, you know, yeah, people just assume that if you're pro age, that means you shouldn't be getting anything done in your face, right? There's and and actually, that is not what pro aging is. There's so much more than just what you look like to factor in with when it comes to aging and so she said something and she just said age your way it's actually on my um on my profile on instagram and i just found those words so profound i was like it's so true because aging is so different for every single person and whatever makes you comfortable and however you want to age age you know i see women who have had a lot of work done on their faces and that doesn't mean I look at you and I think to myself, oh, you look around about 30 something or you look at in your early 40s. I can see that this woman's in her 50s. But if that's what makes you feel good and that's how you want to age, 
who who am I who am I or anyone else to judge you for how you want to age? Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like I feel like it's so individual. And and um, you know, I was one of those people when I first got on Instagram, I was uh I used to see other women, I used to think to myself, oh, so obvious you've got work done though. It's so obvious you've done this or whatever like that, you know. Just be natural, just be natural. And then you know, time, the years roll by and you think to yourself, ah, well, how do you like that now, Haji? <laughs> it's not, you know, it's easier to sit back and see when you're younger. And, you know, even now when I see, you know, but this is what growth is. This is what growth is. It's going through those changes. And sometimes, you know, as much as we want to not be judgmental, it's, it's, a, it's very much a human kind of, it's a it's a human trait to have you know people are judgmental of others and either you will learn from your own experiences you know or you know there'll be a certain self-awareness that will make you realize that you know what actually there's no point in doing that but yeah yeah, aging is just that's the way aging is can't stop it no I know and and you know a couple of things that you said there so the first is like this whole you a person who gets this work done it is I think a lot of people probably think uh, or if I get this done, I will look younger. I'm going to be trapped in time at like 35 or 30 or something. But oh. often, and, and this is my personal worry with getting things like Botox and filler. Like I say, I'm, it's not like I'm never going to get them. You know, I don't know. I don't know. But my personal worry is, is it is it going to be a stage where it's like, you just look like you have a very taut face, but you're obviously older and it just shows that you're desperately trying not to be. And, and there's oh. that thing as well of like... Um, I think there was a quote um, from Cindy Crawford that I saw on Insta recently, something like, you know, that she has got wrinkles and, and she does look older because she's not 25. And why are we trying to act like we are? Like age is a privilege that not a, yeah. not everybody gets, you know. Old, yeah. is, old is the goal, if you like. Yeah. Old is the goal because you want to be living and you want to be um, still doing things in life. And, and why, so why should... Why should we always think, oh, I have to look 35, I have to look 30, I have to look 21, 21, 21 is the age where it's like, oh, if I was 21 again, I actually don't want to be 21 again. And it sounds like you don't want to be 21 again oh. either, you know, but it is that there, there is that fear of I'm going to look old and I don't want that fear to then make me start doing over the top things. Like, you know, like you said, age away, that is really important. And I feel like for some people, it's about the confidence, right? So if that is going to yeah. give you the confidence or it's like, well, I want to do this as a self-care to kind of, as you know, it's part of my grooming. I do this, then fine. Um, is what What is that line for you, though, with, with self-acceptance and self-improvement? Because I always say, personally, I try to walk that line between self-acceptance and self-improvement. Because self, to me, it's like, oh, I accept everything, you know, my stomach's going over here, my face is going down here, so what, doesn't matter, just go with it, which is which is fine if you want to do that. But to me, it's like, there is also that thing of, no, I want to actually improve this, I want to, you know, get in the gym, I want to have facials. But where is that line? Do you feel like you, you've got the balance right of self-acceptance and self-improvement? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm still trying to, you know, balance is, uh, it's one of those things, isn't it, balance? You can, you can always, you're always kind of like tipping to find that balance. But, you know, um, well, you know, not everybody. I mean, I'm just, I can only speak for myself. But I feel like um, 
I feel like I've grown up and most of my life I've actually had body dysmorphia now it hasn't been diagnosed but I know I am aware now of the voices and what has been going through my head even when I look back now and I look at oh my god but my body looked like this at one time and why did I think that why did I feel that but it was like I always had this um I was never able to accept what my body was like it was just never like that person's or that person's and um it and 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 it's been, and it had been a struggle for a long time then especially having kids after you're 40 so it's like i would try to push myself to basically um try an exercise try yoga try to cut out this that or whatever and um, it's harder when you're in your 40s you know so i do get very like um happy when i see women who are older who are exercising their bodies are looking amazing but i think at the same time you know what i put I very well could have looked like that if I had my kids in my 20s or my early 30s. So not saying it in a, I don't mean it in a resentful or hateful way, but I'm just, I just, I am aware that you're not on the same journey that I've been on. You know, I've had my children in my late 30s and my early 40s, and that did change a lot. And um, yeah, so I, you know, now I've come to a point where I am, I, I do go to the gym, I do stretch most mornings try and do a little bit of yoga um very inspired by your stuff that comes up and i'm like rena's got it i've got it um you know and it's and it's i think now it's at a point where um i i i've i've, I've accepted that you know what i'm not gonna i'm not going to and actually i don't want to look like look like that for a long time you know i had this whole thing because i'm not a very hippie person i don't have a big bomb or anything like that and I was like oh my god well this is the end thing this is what I should be looking at this is what you know what I mean and and as I've gotten older and I've had my kids I thought I had I'd had this conversation with myself and I actually had it with another mum who kind of felt the same as well going to the gym and I said to her and I said are we ready for the attention that that could bring even as grown women you know like do I want to walk past a bunch of guys and you know, I'm not a bad looking person. And you know, I'm quite, I'm very busty. If I had that as well, am I ready for the cut? Is that what I want? Do I want to be hollered by men and looked at my ass and be and have them have visions of why they love a big ass? And I really had to have this conversation with myself and with her to kind of realize that actually, Haji, that was like a, a dream that you might have had in your 30s. But like you don't want that in your forties. I don't want to be walking down the street with a with a kid of mine or whatever like that. I've got two boys. One of them's ten years old. Do I want him to clock another guy checking my backside? Do you know what I mean? You become so much more aware. Mm. Not just my children, but am I? Is that something I actually do? I actually want that? Yeah, visually it looks great on some women, but do I actually want that? And so it was having these kind of conversations with myself, even like my tummy, I don't have a flat tummy, you know, but, and I've had people who have, I, I still now on Instagram get people offering me free personal training, you know, you put a story up and I'm happy to personally train you, blah, blah, blah. And I really have to think to myself, but I, I, am I, do I want to push myself that far that I have a six pack and I'm toned and then like I've got no body fat whatsoever? No, actually, I've got to take, I need to, that isn't me accepting myself. That's me doing something because that's how, that's all you see on Instagram nowadays, you know, like is women looking tight, no fat, all this kind of stuff. And I had to, you know, really kind of like think about, do I want to jump in with this? Because 
do I want to put in all that time and that dedication, that sweat? No, because now it's not just about how I look. It's about how I feel. I need to know that I'm healthy. Um, I need to know, you know, there and there's there's very small amount of personal trainers who can actually work with a woman who's in her forties, going through menopause or going through perimenopause, also periods now changing, having a very busy lifestyle with young children. Um, I don't feel like everybody kind of gets that. And I just feel like, you know, we have to kind of like be able to educate ourselves now, which I do when it comes to like protein and so on, but also do stuff to maintain the muscle mass um, because I'm going to need it in my 50s, 50s and 60s. Eat well, eat healthy. And that's how you need to kind of like move forward. And I think, you know, that self-acceptance has come to me very late, actually, when it comes to my body. But I just wanted to, I I, ha, I was at a point where I used to open my wardrobe to get dressed and I would be standing in front of my wardrobe for 20 minutes deciding what to wear because I was not happy in anything that I could actually put on. What, you just I didn't, to, you didn't like the way that your body looks? Mm, I used to like um, always go for the baggy clothes. Um, I used to, you know, when I would, when I'd go out, when we'd have like something going on with um, like a do a friends thing or whatever, I would do everything first, like as in my makeup, my hair, anything and everything. And in the last twenty minutes, I'd be standing there looking at my wardrobe. What do I want to wear? Because I didn't want to deal with the stress of it beforehand before I did my makeup. And now, what would happen is I would look in that wardrobe. I'd try in a few things. I wouldn't feel good. I wouldn't feel like I looked good. And um, that would just set my tone then for the rest of the evening. Like I'd just be really upset. I'd be really disappointed with myself. I'd be really down on myself. I would go out. I'd put on a face. And I don't think my friends would have ever have picked up that, you know, th these are the kind of issues that I have before I walk out of the door when it comes to my body. But now I'm at a point where I feel like, see, I've never spoken about this before. But now I feel like that self-acceptance has kind of, it's come and it's there that I can actually talk about actually you know what it's been a it's been a shit time this this last like almost two decades because of that fact because I haven't liked the way that I've looked do you still do that do you still stand in front of the wardrobe for 20 minutes choosing what to wear and feeling bad or, or is that no. gone that's that's gone but that's a lot to do with the fact that I changed my lifestyle I changed my food I changed my I changed my like just the working out how I looked at the gym I'm not going to the gym to look a certain way. I'm going to the gym to feel healthy, to feel stronger. It was more the food side of things that I had to cut out because I think what happened was after having my second born in my 40s, it was really hard to shift that weight after yeah. that. And then, you know, I feel like at first, if I look at pictures, I looked amazing. I looked really good. The endorphins are going, you know, like everything's like at, at its peak. But then you're looking for the comfort because you're you're losing your sleep. You're yes. losing, you know, you're not sleeping properly. And, you know, it's so easy for people to say, oh, like, I mean, I appreciate it. Sleep is really important. Well, you know, how are you going to tell a new mom that? You know, especially when the baby just wants the mom all the time and they don't want the dad and you are breastfeeding. You know, it, you want to have that body contact. It's just really, it was just really difficult. So, like I said, I think it kicked off, I think it just really kicked off my perimenopause and only earlier this year when I had a really bad gut issue did I have an overhaul of what I'm eating what I'm drinking what am I doing and that's where I've seen the biggest like change in my body now it's been in this year and I haven't talked about it on Instagram yet because I am planning on doing that but um 
yeah, this year just changing up the diet it made such a big difference. Well, I mean, thanks for being so honest about everything. And I can relate to some of the things you said because, you know, I think it's important to point out that you and I, you're not that much older than me, but we grew up in a time where it was like, people did do stupid things like go on Kellogg special K diets where they literally just ate cereal for breakfast, lunch and dinner. And that was a thing I was very, I was like full of admiration for people who did that. I was like, oh my God, that's so good. I want to go on a Kellogg special K diet so I can look yeah. like the woman in the red swimsuit. And you know, uh, diet pills, this, that slim fast. Why was I on slim fast at like 16? Mm -hmm. That's so stupid. You know, oh the, these were the things that we were, you know, everyone was wearing low rise jeans with like zero body fat. And so if you don't look like that in your low rise jeans, it's obviously you were going to feel bad, right? That mm. that was, it was quite a toxic body standards uh, time, I think. And we grew up with that. And then it was like, we reached like, you know, womanhood and it was like, oh, bam, now you've got to have a big bum and big boobs and this and that and hips, you know, so it is, I, I totally understand that. Um, but, you know, like you said, with the overhaul of your diet and, and, uh, exercising not just to be like oh I'm going to reduce my body fat and look thin I, I honestly feel and I this is what I always try and put on social media and put and you know to be honest about that if you're doing work like if you're eating things that are good for you like they might not be exciting like chocolate gattos and stuff but if you're eating like you know the veg and the protein and stuff and you're you're working out um and dedicating that time to yourself because it's mentally or giving yourself that time as well right you're going mm. to feel better. So you're going to be like, you know, you may not have a flat stomach and stuff, but you're, I just feel like that time that you've given to yourself and the positive things that you're doing for your body and also the the hormones that, you know, the endorphins and everything, I feel like you're going to feel better about yourself anyway. Mm, you yeah. know, rather mm. than just, oh, I've, I've just starved myself. And you, you know, it's just, I honestly believe you do will not look perfect, but you're going to be, okay about the imperfections I just think it helps you're absolutely right you know um you know I, I mean the last diet I did was when I was about 44 43 years old 43 44 was the last diet I touched and that was a keto diet and I've I've done that you know the funny thing is I would read about these people right I would read um, in magazines and stuff like that, people who diet, women who diet too much, women who diet a lot. I never put myself in that category. I never did until I finished that keto diet and I thought, I am that woman actually. I've done the Atkins. I've done the, um, there was a, it's a company that starts with C, I can't remember. They give you the pre-made food or whatever like that. And, you know, I've done that diet. I have done you know, I've now done the keto, but I have done the ones of elimination where you're eliminating so many foods, not because they're bad for you, but just because you're going to lose weight. So actually, I have been through my basis of doing a lot of these kind of things. Um, and the Atkins, I did several times, but I never put myself in that category. I'm not that woman that diets a lot, though. I'm not that woman, you know? Yeah. The Cambridge diet, that's it. I just remember now. Um, yeah. And then I did the keto and after I did the keto, because I got lazy near the end of the keto, I lost so much hair, right? And I've never experienced hair loss like that in my life. I'm talking about it was coming out like loads, clumps in the shower. And I didn't say anything. And then one day I came out and I just said like to my husband, I was just like, I said, I've just got so much. And I just broke down crying. I was like, so much of my hair's coming out. It's been like this for uh, weeks now. And I'm just so upset. 
and then it was like I have to stop the keto diet since I did even like my nails afterwards they started bending afterwards like my nails just haven't regained that strength after the keto diet and um yeah it's just it's just that whole pressure of looking I mean you you're talking about us in our younger days I mean I'd hate to be a young girl growing up in this day and age I tell you like we had like, I remember mom used to get the case catalogs. So we used to have stuff like that come at home. And then obviously, you know, top of the pops or people just that you'd see on the five channels that we actually had at the time. And then, but now it's just everywhere. There's so much about how a woman should, a young girl or a woman should look. There is. But then also what's nice about social media is, you know, people, talking about body positivity as well so there's the other side to it so that there is a yeah. we and we didn't have that we didn't have that you know so I think there are there is this body positivity movement which is nice there's people like you who are like you know what I'm I've gone grey and I'm happy about it what what I mean we've t- spoken about this before but what was it that kind of made you think you know what I, I want to just go grey I'm not going to dye my hair because sometimes the dyeing the hair it's it's a pretense really like for me I'm not ready to go gray yet but it, for me it's like it is that thing of like you still you think that you look younger you know and and so it's a lot of people cover the quickly between dyes or cover it with mascara with um, yeah. a spray or whatever just so nobody sees any grays it's like a thing like I don't have white hair what 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 you know so you being like I have white hair I'm go- I've gone gray like what was it that kind of made you be okay with it all Okay, so my my idea of going grey, like so when I first wanted to do it, I'm talking about it was before I actually did it, it was a year before that I already had the seed planted in my head. So I went through like Google, got all these women with silver hair, you know, dyed silver hair, looking young, that I was showing a partner and my kids. And I was like, oh, what do you think if I did that with my hair? What do you think? And um, he's like, nah, nah, nah. And I was like, oh, God. So anyway, carried on. So I used to have blonde hair, right? That's what, um, so to, to get the uplift of blonde hair with our hair that has so much melanin, I would be in that salon chair for about four hours, basically, right? Bleach and then the in between, out of your hair, basically. Yeah. And then in between, I would have to do my roots, especially because mine wasn't, my, my grays are on my hairline. So once the wind blew, it was like, whoosh, and you would see it all. And um, yeah, so I used to have that at home. I used to hate my partner seeing like Mojave seeing like that I had dye in my hair I just didn't want him to see stuff like that and um and then basically I it went on for about a year and then when my youngest got into nursery and I only put him in part-time I feel like a realization hit me that even him on a particular day being in nursery was still not enough time for me to leave the house get in my car drop him off go to the hairdressers get my hair done and be back in time to pick him up and I think that just gave me a real like a wake up call about my time, the time that I'm spending. Right. Um, I'm the kind of person that even if I get my nails done, when I would go to the like the salons or whatever like that, I'd be sitting there just thinking, my God, this is 45 minutes. This is such a waste of my time. Right. But I'm getting my nails done. So now sitting in that four, that chair for four hours was just like it was just it was eating me up. I was like, do I really want to be doing this every year, every like I was doing it about three times in a year and it just started eating away at me. And so then the first thing I did was I put it out on my Instagram stories and it wasn't on the gray index that that account wasn't created at the time. It was on my makeup account. 
I just put my stories just saying, you know, this is what I'm thinking, you know, like it's such a hassle. I'm thinking, you know, so what? If you get great, like what's a big deal? You know, it's just kind of like feeling out whatever. Um, I got a couple of people that came back and just said, yeah, do it, go for it. And then a couple that came back, don't worry, just carry on dying it, you know? So I was like, okay. And then come February of 2020, I have just had enough. And I just thought, you know what? I haven't died it. My roots have been going through. I'm not going to do it. That's, I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And I'm not going to tell anybody either. I'm just not going to touch my hair. And then lucky for me, I call myself a gray hair cheat because COVID, the lockdown came in March, April. So I was very fortunate in those first five to six months to not have to face anybody, right? But I still had to face myself in the mirror. That wasn't that wasn't the easiest. Like, oh my God, like look at my hair, look what's going on. And I didn't start logging it until April. Because by April, I had realized to myself that, okay, I'm not going to go back on this because I am like that. Once I make my mind up about something, I want to do something, I'm just going to go do it. I don't even, I don't tell people. I've always been like that, especially when it comes to my hair. If I want to go cut a fringe, I'll just go do a fringe, regret it later. I want to go dye it a different colour. I, I want to go bob cut all of a sudden. I'll do it and I'll regret it later. But it was this thing that once that thought is in my mind, I need to go execute this now. And um, in April, I just thought, okay, you know what? Like I was on Instagram following all these sisters, seeing them. And, and I was like, wow, this looks great. But they were all predominantly, they were all white. They were all white. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to start logging my journey. And... Um, solely for the reason that if there's another Indian woman that comes on here or, you know, it doesn't have to be Indian, could be any other culture, but might have the same skin tone as me or whatever, they will look at me and just think, oh, okay, she's doing it. So, you know, I can do it. Um, and this wasn't me thinking, oh, I look so great or whatever. It's just sometimes you just find comfort in knowing that someone else is on the same journey as you and, and that's it. And they look like me. And that's it. And that's how, that's how, that's how it all began. I just got, I just simply got fed up of just dyeing my hair and it was and I was somebody who really loved coloring hair like even before I went blonde I went you know I did the blue like aubergine kind of color purpley I did red I did jet black for a long time I did a really nice light um, light brown um, and then I went to blonde and then my con constant chase with going blonde was getting that right blonde I was constantly chasing after the right blonde, which was the ash blonde, right? And I and I think I achieved it at certain times, and then it went, and then I achieved it just before I, I ended up kind of um, letting it go. But I was constantly on the chase for that right ash blonde. And, you know, once I decided and I just let it go, I even now, like, when I, when I go anywhere, no one ever anywhere, like a stranger, complimented me on my blonde hair never complimented me on my jet black hair or anything like that. I get complimented on my gray hair now, which is like, that's my natural hair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you're rocking it though. So I'm not surprised. What, but what... It's the phase. Everyone goes through an ugly duckling phase. I went through an ugly duckling phase. Lucky for me, I could hide because it was COVID. That's what I'm saying. It, there's always that phase that you have to go through, but that's where growth comes from as well, because you've pushed yourself through that. What what did your partner, what did your husband say about it? And bearing in mind, you is your husband younger than you as well a little bit? He is, yeah, yeah, he is. Um, so, and that was very strategically planned because I knew I was getting older and needed someone <laughs> to run around with the kids and bend down or whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't 
say anything. I just kind of let it happen. And um, it wasn't until he didn't even know I started his Instagram account. So it wasn't until about March, April, May, June. I think when it was about to hit July that I said to him, I said, you know, I'm thinking about not dyeing my hair. I'm just going to let it go. And um, he was like, oh, okay, like this. And I said, yeah. I said, you know, it's a thing. And he was like, really? And I was like, well, yeah. I said, but I said, let me show you something. So I pulled up my Instagram and I said, look at these comments. I said, like, look at my messages and my DMs. I said, like, so many women feel inspired by this. I said, look, I've had comments, women saying, oh, my God, this is so amazing. I've been planning on doing it. Or someone saying, you know what, yeah, you know what, like, my husband isn't very supportive, but I really want to do it. And, you know, all these kind of comments. And I said, you know, like, that, that, it's like they're coming to me for advice. I said, like, you know, I feel like I've got, I'm, I've got a purpose here. You know what I mean? Like, I'm doing something for somebody else not just for myself here like suddenly it's bigger than me um and he was just like okay he was just like okay okay so um yeah and I think as it started going longer and longer he was kind of like I feel like the longer it got the more he started digging it like okay yeah looks good yeah 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 yeah, yeah. But, and because it is it is nice when our husbands partners when they're like oh you know you look good you know we do like it like obviously you do it for yourself but come on like yeah you do you do want to still be you know for your husband to find you attractive whatever yeah, you decided to course, do with yourself yeah. yeah 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 that is that and 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 this is the thing I think because um I was single for a long time before before being with him and you know I was kind of just doing whatever I wanted to do you know and I think that kind of even though a year before I had kind of gauged how he would feel about it um you know, I think there was still that inner feeling inside me that, you know what, but it's my body, it's my hair, I'll do what I want, you know, and it's unfortunate that if you if you do find me less attractive, and you don't want, you know, and, and things change between us, that's a pill I'm just willing to swallow, because it's what I want, and it's what I, 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 I this is really what I want, this is just what I want to do, it's my body, it's my hair, and that's it. And, and, it's actually a normal thing, like a natural thing. Like it, you're not dyeing your hair grey. It's actually coming out this way. As yes, with yeah. all of us, like stuff is happening to us because you get older. You know, yes, he's a little bit younger than you. He's getting older. You know, we, yeah. you know, my husband had a black beard when I met him. Now he's got a grey beard. It's all yeah. good. Like, you know, the, they're, they're normal things that are happening. So it is. it would be weird if somebody was, and I think some people probably are like this they're like no 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 I want you just the way that I met you we're getting older everybody is aging and yeah you know I, I do think it's a something that should actually just be normalized not like everybody oh we need to be trapped in time oh my god you know yeah. um but, but I, think uh, the is, I think the change is I think it's coming I think it's it's slow especially like what I see and I think social media has really helped that I think with the pro-aging I think it's really helped that even when I see other women who are in their 50s and you know how they talk about it and you know the, our brands picking them up recently i've just had quite a few gray-haired sisters who've been um on a campaign with l'oreal paris and you know they were invited somewhere i haven't read enough into the post yet but it was all about celebrating pro-aging and taking away that whole narrative um oh you're 47 you don't look 47 you look young for your age and it's kind of like we need to stop speaking to each other like that because men don't. Yeah. 
we don't speak to each other like that, you know. And I've been guilty of it in the past. I definitely know that, you know, if I see someone who's in their 50s, I know in my head I'm thinking, damn, you look really good. Um, but saying that last part for your age. Just forget the know? last part in it. Just yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we're coming to the end of our chat. And I just wanted to ask you, the podcast is called At This Big Age, um, you know, and this big age is a very privileged thing to get to, right? Whatever the big age that we are may be. Uh, at this big age, what ha- what are the important things that you have figured out about yourself? Stop regretting. Um, whatever you've been through, whatever I've been through in my life and experience has brought me to this time. The slightest change in anything could have changed what my now looks like. I love the person I am now. I can't say that I've always been able to say that. Um, So try to, yeah, try to just get past the regrets. Embrace who you're becoming. And um, just take care of your body. Take care of your body and your body will take care of you. Take care of your skin and your skin will take care of you in the future. Um, That's it. I'm sure afterwards I'll be thinking, ah, I should have said this as well. No, we can, we'll talk again, don't worry. But um, thank you so much for coming on this podcast and being so open about everything. Um, And yeah, you are very inspiring and keep doing what you're doing. Um, How are you? uh, Thank you. And thank you for listening. Um, Until next week, take care of yourselves. Remember, it's okay. Old is the goal. It's all good. Peace out, Bernie. Bye. Bye.